in a world for friends one mission to bring freedom to everyone involved dude what the fuck are you doing doing the thing for the podcast just say the name fine it's the freedom friends podcast stinks like sex in here oh sorry sorry i forget me and (laughs) Me and Emery were uh, we were in the bathroom earlier, and I guess we let it waft a little bit. Yeah. Emery, did I tell you about, about that, that threesome I scheduled a couple weeks back? Uh, was I supposed to hold the camera? Well, I had two no shows, but we still had a good time. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Fuck boys, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Freedom Friends Podcast, brought to you by WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. Screw yourself that fucking sweet, sweet fifteen percent off discount over there. Uh, OWellness.us for all your CBD needs. Use that code Freedom Friends twenty five. Get yourself a quarter off your order there. And of course, our great friends over at Icy Tech Coolers. Use Freedom Friends ten. Get yourself ten percent off that shit. Boys, how the fuck we doing? Uh-huh. Oh, we're good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Upright. I, I, I went upright to, and taking fluids. Yeah. I, I went to look at somebody because I figured he was going to start this whole shit show and he was busy smoking a cigar. Sure. Because that's what we do here. I mean, smoke priority, sir. Absolutely. Priorities. Absolutely. And such. Now, we have a, a, a ragtag crew on the show today. Um, now, you'll notice that John and Scott aren't here because they're off gallivanting all over the world doing cool shit. Uh, I think. Uh, well, at least a third world. Well, Scott's gallivanting in the third world. Fucking John is not. John's enjoying the fucking beaches of Florida. Hopefully, he doesn't try to sneak back white powdery fucking sand again. He, so. He's gonna get. He's gonna get sand everywhere. Yeah, of course. But we also have Emery from last week's episode. You're here back, so uh, we appreciate you coming back on the show and filling in, buddy. That Thank has you to be guys the first, for having us. Other yeah. than the hosts, I think that has to be the first person that ever was like, "Was I there last week? I'm fucking going again." Yeah, right. So, except, well, except as as usual for me, I was like. Hey, Mikey, uh, we're coming back. That's okay, right? Yeah, but, but the best part is that you actually didn't remember being on the show. <laughs> he had to watch the fucking show to remember it. <laughs> More accurately, I don't remember getting home. Yeah, yeah, that's bad news. But we do have a guest today, the one, the only, the illustrious, the legend of the uh, the Green Berets is with us, joining us today. Mr. Sularu, what's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, that's super exaggerated. <laughs> that's that's what I do here, man. I, yeah, I'm uh, I'm the infamous uh, leadership challenge of the Green Berets. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm happy to be here, and uh, it's good to see you again. We, yeah, man. We jump a lot with the guys down to the round uh, canopy parachute club down yeah. there in uh, Palatka, Florida. It's a team. So team. it was round canopy parachute. It's team. a lot of fun. It a is lot a lot of fun. fun. It's yeah. a good time. Down it's there. a club. We actually got to jump out of a World War II. Uh, C forty seven, Tico, just recently. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, I think I jumped with you actually on that one. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. I think, yeah, you know, we, I think you were on that stick with him. Yes, yeah. we yeah, just we were. We were, we were singing a "Blood on Palm the Risers" and yeah. getting everybody nervous before we jumped out. <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> we that's just learned it's called the Tyco Bell. Yeah, it is the Tyco. Yes, the Tyco Bell. We've we've all been yeah. We're, it wrong. We've all been wrong forever. Yeah, yeah. Oh. it happens. I guess it's Tico now. Yeah, I call it Tico. I'm not changing for anybody. I don't speak French or whatever. Is it a <laughs> is it a, a hard carrier surface with meat inside of it? It, it is when it's full it, of paratroopers. So it's yeah. the Taco Bell. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, 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 no. That, that no, doesn't actually work because... Like, Horsecraft history! Motherfucker! That was a Queen's aircraft before they decided to start jumping at it again, so... That's true. It was the Queen of Denmark's. Yeah. Wait, um, we can't really call that the Taco Bell either because the meat inside of it is identifiable. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I know what's in a Taco Bell taco. 
It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so Sue, uh, tell us, man, what do you, what, so you're, you're over at Maxim Tactical. Yeah. So um, I'm, uh, I'm the, uh, ammo director for, uh, for Maxim Defense. Yep. And, uh, we were, we're traveling around the country kind of, uh, I've got a special projects guy, Logan Win- Winfield with me. Yep. He's sitting over there in the audience and, uh, we're debuting our, uh, since SHOT Show, we've been debuting our frangible ammunition line. Yep. And uh, we're down here uh, working with Emery. Emery was, uh, if you guys uh, uh, checked out Instagram, Emery was on there uh, shooting uh, frangible ammunition from about three feet away on steel. So yep. saw that. Got, saw got that. a few samples of it here. We got, uh, uh, we're debuting the, the 90 grain 9 mil and the 40 grain 5.56. And we just uh, put it through the 249. So here's a belt-fed version of it. That's the BDSM uh, version. It's tied up. That's my favorite. Can I see that? Can I see the 9 mil? That's my favorite kind of uh, ammo. (laughs) Here's the the 90-grain projectile for it. And there's the actual. And the the thing about uh, frangible ammunition, uh, a lot of guys are very disappointed with uh, some of of the competitor stuff. And and back when I was in uh, acquisitions, in the military, uh, we wanted frangible ammunition, but uh, it ended up being a a semi-jacketed frangible ammunition. But the guys that work the CQB and things <clears> like that, the jacketing is what we wanted to get rid of because that flies off the target. Hits yeah, that, that causes things to come back. Yeah, people people miss uh, miss the uh, bullet trap and hits the frame. Your jacketing comes off, and there's pieces of it stuck on anybody that does any any training inside the shoot house. Probably got a piece of of uh, jacketing stuck somewhere in your body. Sure, that's, that's there forever. Yeah, right? yeah. It'll eventually work its way out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've still got one stuck right next to my eye here, a couple in my forearm, things like that. Yep. Closest I got was I actually I got a piece stuck on my eye pro. Ooh. It was like stuck in <laughs> yeah. the lens, and I was on like, eye pro. Yeah, it, like it was, eye pro works. Yeah. Was, I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yep. and you're like sitting there like, you know. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> or worse, if you're using full uh, FMJ and you're too close to a uh, uh, steel target, uh, the, the lead core comes right back at you. Oh, yeah. and knock the crap out of you. Yeah, that'll that'll sting. This is actually uh, in the last uh, three or four years. There's a couple company. We got a couple sources for uh, our our projectiles. Uh, we got MP Technology out of Colorado Springs and uh, MTM and D out of uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, and this is basically a copper powder with a nylon polymer yep. mix. And it's it's so hard. I mean, you can take your knife out. Emery tried to cut you that. I mean, it you doesn't, you can't cut it. Things mm-hmm. like that. Don't cut your finger. Around. Yeah. I won't. I'll, I'll try not to break my knife like Gary did last week. All right. Nice. But uh, yeah. it's, it's incredibly strong. <laughs> nice. It goes through. Uh, another thing that people are disappointed about is when we were doing the training back in the day, in uniform, if you wanted to use any kind of frangible ammunition, you had to take your suppressors off Yeah. for for fear of a baffle strike. Uh, since we've debuted this at SHOT Show, all of the stuff that we've done through the Maxim, uh, uh, our, our Maxim series guns is, you know, whether it's the MDX or the PDX, the short barrels, the very short barrel stuff, sure. all of them been suppressed and we've had great success, yeah. great success through it. Well, I'm looking at this, at the, at this projectile that Emery just try to take a chunk out of and you barely scratch the surface on this guy yeah yeah you know and that's I mean? a sharp knife yeah. yeah and uh you barely scratch the surface and and i watched and the video of you three feet away 
with both five five six and with nine mil, just and, going ham and on through a suppressor. Through a suppressor, yeah. 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 Um, just going ham on a on a steel target out there at our, our good friends Lone Star Handgun, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. here in San Antonio, Texas, and. and uh, and um, tomorrow, hopefully, you're going to be able to put some of this downrange. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm and the all cool about thing it. is, if you if you look at that video, and I'll I'll send you guys the video so you can put it up if you want. But <clears throat> if you look at that video, what I want you to focus on is not the target, which, by the way, it dinged the shit out of that target. Sure. Uh, I mean, it's also close, right? Okay, but I want you to look at the ground underneath the target, right? Because when you shoot normal <clears throat> frange at a steel target or anything that makes it frag out there's a ground spray yeah there's a ground spray right not on you this. literally don't see dust rising yeah nada nothing yeah. it's it's impressive there's there's actually a lot more things that sue hasn't even gotten into yet no. that this ammo will allow you to do it's really superior for so many different reasons sure we've been using frangible like in the military for for a bunch of different things uh, for years, but it's been inferior for a lot of things. And so it's like a one purpose deal. But if you think about it, the cool thing about this shit is, and my best friend who doesn't give me shit, uh, but once, <laughs> once I get, once I get some of this, right? Like the cool thing is this is awesome for training. Okay, cool. I've been carrying frange for my home defense stuff for years. And that's a whole conversation we can get into. It makes total sense. Well, yeah, does, you carry yeah, you don't have to do fucking drywall after you smoke somebody. Mm, you do. You do. <laughs> no, you still do. But you do, what but, it does but is less it, sheets, right? But yeah. it's a and it's a lot less unintentioned, un, uh, non-intentioned casualty. Sure. Right. It's just far more non-intentioned because the, yep. the energy is going to disperse as soon as on impact. So you're not going to have over penetration issues. And you're not going to have any of that. It's just a it's a far Especially yep. with as popular as nine mils gotten. Yeah, anything yep. live tissue. Imagine, imagine your body uh, being seventy percent water. So you enter live tissue, and uh, that we've we've done a little bit of a, a little bit of study on it on, on at sanctioned live tissue tests, and within a quarter of an inch, that's franging out. So all of your energy is dumping inside of a torso. You hit a limb, stuff like that. You're going to lose the limb. Yeah. Right. So your intended target is is going to go down if you use frangible for home defense. And the good news is, is like, let's say, <clears throat> let's say you pull a shot, you know, in the heat of the, in the heat of the shots getting fired, you know, oftentimes that was always my, my argument against like the, the, the 1911 guys that are like, well, my 1911, like, yeah, man, but your first three shots when you're in a heated situation, you're fucking one's in the tree, one's on the ground, one's fucking still hadn't landed yet. And then or, you put yeah. your fourth one on fucking target. Or ricocheting right? no, off the sidewalk no, or the street. No, because when I'm on a range in a completely controlled environment, squeezing one singular round at a time <laughs> right? from a perfect shooting position, <laughs> my heart rate's still at 60. I hit the target every, every single damn time. time. Yeah. But e when you try to explain that. Sure so in the heat of the fight, I'm going to be fine. Right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. why would you fucking, why would your blood pressure go up? Those right? dudes really want to train, like slam three Red Bulls, run a mile, and then come back and empty a magazine. Let me see how <laughs> accurate you are. Like, that's... It's well, like, and that's and that's just physical stress, right? That's, so that's that's, that's, that's always my into. that's always my argument against these guys, and like and, and they're like, well, <clears throat> like you're not going to shoot the fucking nine year old down the street, you know what I mean? Like because when it hits the fucking, it's not going to go through the wall and fucking smoke that. Yeah, kid. and that's my thing is that you the, the mean? unintended like, target piece goes down, especially if you're living in any sort of like communal space, like if like you live in like a condo or, or an apartment sure. or a duplex, like anything where you have a shared wall with another domicile, dude. Or, Keeping it, or even in outside mind, in an urban setting. 100% yeah. gas station, anything like that. Like something goes down and you need to pull the trigger. Like, it, you know, 
being able to reduce that <coughs> chance of an unintended target a is of, a lot of air marshals just, carry this, right? Yes, and they and they always have, you know, yeah. because it, it won't break the fuselage. Right. So so the whole idea where we carried it back in the day, and this is like a trillion years ago, yeah. but we would carry it for exactly that purpose as well. And we're not air marshals, but um, you know, anything that you have to do around airplanes, I don't have to get into all the details. Sure. We had frange for for both yeah. five five six. Because in case and you don't mil. know, holes in an aircraft not, not a story, great, great thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're a little more expensive uh, than drywall, especially, especially a, a pressurized commercial <laughs> yes. flight. Yeah. Yes. Holes in aircraft at, <clears throat> at at altitude. Yeah, not great. Not great. So before somebody yeah. goes and be like, "Well, when you jump, you open the door." It's twelve hundred yeah, feet, and it's a non-pressurized. That's aircraft. a lot different. So <laughs> you're fine. Um, I do no, have a question. No. Uh, I know that uh, in a lot of training ammunition with blanks and stuff, they're often dirty as fuck, right? And they will just gum your fucking weapon up. How's the frange compare to uh, like the 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 cleaning aspect, the the post shooting? What we aspect. found with what we found with this, and we're doing we're doing. Uh, it, it, we'll leave a little bit of copper fouling, so you, you go back to the traditional junk dunk tank, or you use a little bit of copper remover yeah. inside your internal parts. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, with your DIs, especially under suppressed direct impingement, of course, that's the disadvantage to a DI system. Sure. And using a suppressor, it's gonna it's gonna cause if you don't clean it. And we've got a couple examples out in the truck where we haven't cleaned it since. We were doing some uh, uh, testing out in Nevada. Sounds like my weapons. You get, yeah, you get, you get this little blue, you, uh, bluish tent. You know, it's, it's it's like a copper penny sitting, you know, sitting in a saltwater environment. You're gonna where, where, penny? Uh, of course, a Jew, Jew would bring that up. <laughs> I had to go there. I had to go there. Redacted. <laughs> hey, if I say it, it's not racist, okay? <laughs> I don't think they care. <laughs> it's just recreational racism. It's yeah. Fun. We've talked about that. Oh, That's hey, fine. Yeah. You can be recreational. Emory, look at this ashtray. I just found your grandfather. Right there. Oh, damn, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Justin's on it today. Um, no. Uh, but Isn't we, that why we, there's we three some... ashtrays in a Volkswagen? <laughs> <laughs> And now we're going silent. Yep. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to bring it there. Take these fucking. Oh, I did. I totally meant to bring it there. Just, <laughs> just, 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 just cut this part out. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is why we have Patreon supporters. Two in the front, right. three in the back, a thousand in the end. This is why we had <laughs> Patreon supporters. No, so so let Are me let me make this. Might get us some more. Amen. Let me let me bring this back to the ammo thing a second because because if we're talking about distance and all that too. There's another awesome part of this that that people don't consider, right? These by design, and you know, Sue, jump in when I'm starting to talk out my ass, and you actually know the answer. He'd already be jumping in if that blah. was okay. Um, no, he's he's actually polite sometimes. Um, but here's the deal, right? So five five six. What's your effective effective combat range, right? Five, five fifty point point target or group target. 550 or 800. Human, right? combat effectiveness, right? So <clears throat> I'm, I'm talking about combat effective, not only in terms of being able to hit, but actually having some sort of decent terminal effect on the target. Honestly, the, I wouldn't trust it by 300. Okay, by the book, it's go. 550, but past 300, I'd say yeah. that you're- Yeah, the morning say 550. You're spraying, but you're, you're, you're praying right? for the best. 300, exactly. 300 is good energy on target. 550 is going to be a- eh, Okay, maybe. so let's call it four. Sure, Just, I'll split the difference with you. Okay, cool. So- when you go training, right, as a, a you know infantryman or whatever, right, your AR, your 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 battle rifle, you usually take it out to what three, four, typically at the most. I'm not talking about designated marksmen, that kind of thing, right? Your regular guy. Marines go out to five. 
That's right. that's, the, that's the usual feet. So, but <laughs> he means feet, yeah. inches. So, yeah. so, and, and but if they miss that target, they still have forty others, and they still they still get an expert badge, right? That depends. <laughs> See, like, I, I used I'm to, just I'm just being like, mean to my I little would, brother was Marine. I would qualify expert Your by like the three hundred yard line. So by the time I got to my last ten shots at the five. My coach would always walk up and be like, fuck, head's fucking down. He's going to unk. I'd be like, I got him. And I'd fucking shoot on his target and fucking. <laughs> so he'd always like, you know, see, I you thought, some for the guys. I thought <laughs> you shot. And if you missed, you were allowed to just run out there and punch it if you were in the Marine Corps. And then allowed. you still that's, qualify. That's, that's field fire. That's my oh! That's field fire. That's my <laughs> That's, that's hey, totally hey, how I hey, thought hey, the Marine hey. qual worked was bang, fuck, quang. That's when they fix bayonets. Don't, don't, don't knock the Marines. You got to throw your bayonet. That was my first choice when I joined the military i wanted to join the marines but my my, so ass, the only reason my that, ass fab scores were too high they wouldn't let me go yeah, <laughs> the only reason i give marines shit is that it's actually the only other branch of service i have any respect for right? <laughs> and that's they can the, and they can take a joke that's usually the yeah well see that's the beauty of the army and the marines is that's usually it seems how like the it two works. branches <laughs> the two branches that get along the best but give each other the most shit are the army and the corps sure and it's hilarious because then you'll have somebody that want to jump in and they'll like talk shit about and one of the other like, branches. Like, it'd be like an and Air Force like, guy. Oh, talking did you serve? Like, and it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, where'd you serve? And it's Air Force. It's like, get the fuck out of here. And then like the other two branches go back at it. Sorry, like, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's sitting there quietly like. <laughs> or like, or like the Navy guy fucking chimes in or like the fucking fake military over there. Fucking Coast Guard. Okay. <laughs> like, you mean the Department of Homeland Security? Fucking or Department of Transportation. Yeah, he was DOT was. in your area, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Every time he's like, I was in the military, I'm like, mm, Yes. Apparently race. so was the highway patrol. <laughs> Civil Air Patrol doesn't count, dog. <laughs> well, so so no, let, I was in the military, Air Force. <laughs> you got your own branch. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, the so, Air so Corps days. Thing. Let me let me finish this off, right? Because yeah, yeah. think about this a second, right? Oh, you don't remember being on the show. <laughs> no, that's why I'm being pushy now. Oh, yeah. nice. Do so it. I didn't <laughs> do it. Pushes around. So, Stay on topic. I love it. So here's the deal, right? If you're on a military range or any other, right? But take a military range because they have distance, right? Sure. Because they have land. So how long is that cone that you have for your for your range, right? You got you got like years of distance because those bullets are falling because you never know where those Bravos are hitting their shots. Mm-hmm. So this shit is by design, like the 556, five, by design starts tumbling after 300 meters, nice. right? So if you think about it now, instead of having five miles or something ridiculous that yeah. of wasted land that now is just sitting there empty because just some dumbass area. might pull a bullet high, sure. right? This shit will start falling out of the sky sooner. In, and, the, in, the American, in the American Department of Defense, we call that a safe distance zone, right? So- the Marine Corps know this. Uh, depending on the caliber, I was I was the guy behind the PSR. <laughs> yeah. So there's an example. We had uh, the the precision sniper rifle, and uh, when it went, when it came to end user agreements, most of the Army bases and and Marine Corps, which is now the ASR advanced sniper rifle, because of the 300 or, or the 338 Norma, yeah. they, would, they wouldn't change they wouldn't change their range fan. You know. It's uh, it's known as a three three eight three three eight Norma and the three three eight Lapua back when it was a PSR. Sure, the safe distance zone is six point nine kilometers. Yeah, it's okay. fucking massive. Yeah. So and and that's based off a study they did it up at Aberdeen. And if you know 
if your shoe's untied and you trip over your bootlaces <laughs> and accidentally pull your trigger at 38 degrees, that's the farthest that, that you get the max sword out With of a it. tailwind. Yeah. And yeah. Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you add you add 10% onto that. And then add 10%. That's, that's only that's, if you're a Pisces. If you're a Pisces. <laughs> yeah. And if there's a good nitrogen content. I worked content, on Aberdeen for a while. That's exactly how And if there's a good nitrogen happens. content. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, yeah. I was on the test center for a bit. <laughs> like, that is exactly how they fucking figure this when shit out. When were you at you holding the targets? Uh, 2009 to 2011. So you're, no, you, you were, were running around with the targets really? as they were shooting? You know we were there at the same time? Really? That's funny. We should talk about that. We should. We should. Yeah, I was back on the wire. <laughs> it was ATC. We should talk about that. That's funny. You, Josh was there, too. Orderly. In Aberdeen? As what? Was he mowing grass? He was a student there. He was a welder. That's where they go to school. I knew he was there for some sort of manual labor thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite Mexican by far. I fucking love No that, offense, Gary. Yeah. I love that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's over there, matter of fuck. He's like, I'm Puerto Rican. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Bacon> racist. God. <laughs> Recreational racist. So, uh, so no, anyway, the, uh, yeah. the safe distance. So, what we got to do, we call it the R4 ammunition. I stole that off of a, a, a old military requirement. It stands for reduce range, reduce ricochet yeah. ammunition. I wanted to go commercial with it uh, a long time ago because I'm like you guys. I'm a Texas boy, right? Sure. I was I was actually born in Colorado. My mom's from Texas, but out there, out there in Dale City, Texas, ninety miles up in. East of El Paso. Middle of fucking yeah. nowhere. Oh, shit. Yeah, I that can, might as well can, not be anywhere. You just be like, <laughs> like there is nothing I can, there. Man. I can go out there and I can yell left or right and grab out my Magnum caliber rifle and just start shooting and nobody cares. because right? out there you can see the curve of the earth. Like there's fucking <laughs> but, nothing out there. My last eight years being stationed at Fort Bragg, there was there was absolutely no commercial ranges open yeah. to a thousand meters for for about for about five years there. Now there's a couple of them out there and everything, but it's still pretty rare. Sure, it's super so, rare just in North Carolina as a whole. Well, one, I, the terrain doesn't really allow for it because the terrain out there isn't. Super well, there, and there's no BLM land. There's no. There's, there's not. no. And most most towns are within four, four or five miles of each other. And if a guy's got some property, that's that's fantastic. And there's a lot of personal ranges, but you're still worried, especially studio on steel. Sure. So right? can you go ahead and tell our audience? what you mean by BLM land so that they don't get confused given well, the new well, acronym that's being used for that. Yeah, you, you're referring stands, to as Bureau of Land Management. Yeah. I'm referring is, to Bureau of Land Management. Yeah. Which yeah. is our land, your land. Right. Your list, the people listening, everybody sitting at the table, it's, it's our land. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. Fed, I, did, I it's, did not mean Black Lives Matter. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's Fed land. Okay. It's, yeah. That's Bureau of Land Management also handles like our parks and all of yeah. that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So, so just wanted to make sure we were clear public, about the fact that yeah. we Sue wasn't walking on to Black Lives Matter land and shooting his rifle as much as possible. Yeah. Like that wasn't that or, wasn't a thing. Or was he? He's got we, a, we can say we can say, uh, and that's uh, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. If you look at the laws of California, these are public lands. Yep. Whether they're national forest, bureau of land management, uh, sometimes public land. state parks is public land. But if I want to be a homeless vet and I just decide I don't want to live on a sidewalk and I try to go in a national forest and just live off the land like the old mountain men, the damn National Park Service is going to pull me out of there kicking and yeah, screaming and tell me that's illegal. Yeah, but somehow all those rock climbers get to do it. Huh? All those rock climbers get to do it out there. They like Yosemite? <clears throat> These people just live in a van for like two years and bro, go climb but, North Face and bro, shit. But that's because they, 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 the they poop trail. in a baggie, yeah. so they're, they're allowed to do that. Oh, is that why? <laughs> it's set up. 
Like it's set it up is. for you. Have you have you done the Appalachian Trail? <laughs> Do I look like I've done the fucking? We're are we arguing about running a mile on this show. <laughs> so, I've, I've done chunks. I don't want to do the app, I've but I do want to do the um. Elation? No, no, no. I don't want to do the Elation part. The app trail, but I do want to go do um the Rocky Mountain. No, the one that's on the West Coast. Oh, the, uh, the one John Muir. The yeah. John, John Muir Trail. trail. I would dope, do the dude. John Muir Fucking in a heartbeat. Gorgeous. I would do the John Muir. Gorgeous. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, I'm to take it back. It's like a focus, month. Focus, focus, focus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> you mentioned the West back. Coast. Yeah. Because that's another solution to frangible ammunition. Yeah. Right? Or monolithic or whatever you want to say. Careful. If you if you look at what's going on in California right now, one of the briefings I got from the EPA lady, she was standing up there and saying the California condor is near extinction, so we're going to regulate lead core ammunition. Yeah, in the state of California. Right? Top people bullshit are on shooting bullshit condors on her. with it? Well, everybody knows what the, the, the digestive system of a bird is, right? Uh, so yeah, they can pick up car. a lead core bullet and it comes, gets in their gizzard and they chew up their food with it. So there's no reason for for basically outlawing lead core bullets, but California has adopted that. This is, a, this is the solution this for is the California. Same, this is the same people who are like, ghost guns. All right. Right. <laughs> so all so, the all the studies yeah. that have been done by the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, right? They always mention that copper is a solution. This is this is non-carcinogenic and lead doesn't it doesn't cause any or lead is uh, the blame for all the carcinogenics in wildlife and humans. Copper is not. Yeah. So and so you heard it here. It's safe to eat it, it is a little bit. I'm going to be honest with everybody out there. It is a little bit more expensive. Sure, right? sure. But if you want to go out and practice and not worry about ricochet into your neighbor's property or doing any kind of environmental damage, or if you have a berm at the house, you know, where you have a backstop, you don't want to put lead core in your backstop because <clears throat> everybody knows that that will eventually get filled up with lead core. Sure. Right. Yeah. And you will get ricochets off of that. Yeah. This turns to powder. And it just basically, you might get a little bit of blue tint in your soil. So on the slightly more expensive, on the common rounds, common mm -hmm. size rounds. So okay. not. So five, like, five, six, nine mil. It's five, five, six, nine mil. The stuff five, that six, most people mil. have. What are we looking at? Like per squeeze for a round. Well, I like look that. at this. I look at this, right. Uh, I look at this as a training ammunition. So sure. we're, we're right in there with, with uh, your UTMs or your Sims munition. Okay. Right. Uh, we can, we can probably put this out on the market for about 85 cents, you know. But it's only, right now with the market, it's only like it's like sixty five cents around yeah. the squeeze. It's about twenty. Bullshit, yeah. Like it's for, about for twenty cents per dollar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's just standard like, one ninety three right now. I I was just at Academy the other day. They had thousand round boxes, and it was I think six twenty five. Right, and that's so for, you got that's what I'm supposed to say. That's bullshit. Sporting goods store ammo. Yeah. That's yeah. not like yeah. that's not you have somebody like Sue behind it like making the round. That's literally right. you know. Winchester white box stuff yep. is going to cost you yeah. 65, 70 cents yeah. around anyways. Now, so. if you, if you add to that, the training value that you can, that you can get. So for example, you know, and one of the things that we're working on is well, they don't use coasters over there in fucking middle of booty land. Oh, I'm sorry. Your table's so gorgeous. <laughs> hey, this was hand built. It was by some in child like in Taiwan. Taiwan. This is stained no. plywood, if, by the way. If you saw the dude who yeah. built this, you would you wouldn't say that. You wouldn't say that. Yeah. He's a giant. <laughs> uh, okay. That dude could literally look over the top of that wall at you. And just like, be like, what did you say? <laughs> Granted, <laughs> he right. actually just tried to call me. He was the nicest dude. He would also, me. He would also be up. like, give me a hug. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a big oh. steady right away. And, and then he would crush you. <laughs> yeah. He does. Yeah. He hugs me every time I see him, and yeah. I literally feel like I'm four. He is the nicest guy. 
holds planet. me to his chest, and I'm like, <laughs> but he's a giant. Like, he picks oh. this up. He's just like, oh, let me move that real quick. Sorry, he's like grape ape. <laughs> he's like the sweetest dude ever. Ginormous dude. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yes. So, that's really not, so, so back, to, back to the training option. Yeah, training like for a value, specialized round, that is not If bad. you think about it. So I've been doing this for years with, with ball ammo. Sure. I built uh, my own set of steel targets years ago before I even started the school that I'm running now, before yeah. I was with, with Carl and TR and all that, uh, because, because there's, look, certain things you want to shoot paper on because paper doesn't lie. Yeah. Got it. Roger. Tumbling. Okay. But- um, but steel targets have a huge training value, huge. Right? Absolutely. And one of the things that we do and Rawson and I are putting together, we have this whole set of classes that we've put together. So it's really a system it's become, um, but one of the huge things that we do, and we can't do it with students is we will shoot not rifles because we can't safety wise, but we'll shoot pistols up to like four meters from our targets. Because they're targets that I built and, and they're spring loaded. But doing that with ball is sketch mode. So yeah, we so take frag. Hey, like, like boys this. and girls, wear your eye pro, right? Because yeah. your skin will heal. That's fine. And it's really fun to pick that shit out of your buddy's leg. But your <laughs> eyes are not replaceable. Yeah. Right. But we've been doing that for years, but we can't do it with students. It's even funnier when you get one yeah. into your groin. No, it's better when I get one in your groin. In the old, uh, <laughs> do you all pick it out afterwards, though? So, no, teats. he's got a wife for that. Um, you know. She's a Marine, too, by the way. I'm pretty sure she doesn't want to um, fucking deal with that. <laughs> she's like, Corbin, up. Not. we don't have probably medical. Not. Corbin, <laughs> up. Probably not. Yeah, every, time, every time I show up to their house, she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, but she is a vet tech, so she knows how to take care of animals. Well, okay. Yeah. There you go. She married the right guy. <laughs> fuck. No, no. She does small animals, not large animals. <laughs> Um, how fucking, how fucking like, big are you, Sue? Free range. I'll tell you. I am. I am six foot four of a female fantasy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With my boots on. Oh, okay, that's important. But, but he does. But he never let, takes uh, the boots off. Well, like, that's would the, you ever? I wouldn't either. <laughs> I do let my wife wear the spurs once in a while. There you go. <laughs> get the scars to prove it, <laughs> Sue. That's why your nipples are pierced, right? No, men should. We, we shouldn't get in that argument. I've I've been I've been arguing that men should have their nipples removed. At well, the day they're born, we don't need them. Yeah, we don't use them. It's fucking weird that we have them. Yeah, yeah. And if you're, you know it just why? gives jazz a target. I just want to put out to the audience there: if you're gender confused, just please start sitting down to pee and don't claim to be a man. I'm just. pretty sure that our audience, not a lot of gender confusal going on in our audience. No, but somebody, somebody that hates your shit is going to pick up that sound bite and use it against us. Good. Okay. No, no such thing as bad publicity. You're gonna cancel. All right. Cancel us. Okay. Now that Big Daddy Elon bought Twitter, I think we should start putting the show up there. Like you can't stop us now. That's actually one of my war stories. If you want to know how I got kicked off the teams, the operational teams, and and stopped being a Green Beret is because I actually used the acronym former action guy in an email that do not hit reply to all on an email. Uh, I just want to say that. Yeah. That'll get you. That, that's the end of my operational time inside, you know. What year was that? That was uh, 2000, 2010-ish. Yeah, 2009. Wow, really? Yeah. They, that, that early they bitched about that. That's a, well, yeah, well, yeah, I guess that's right well, around the time shit started say, changing. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was right when the- uh, Well, Don't Ask, Don't Tell got repealed in what, 11? Yeah. Yeah, like 2012 yeah. That was the best thing to ever happen. Well, it's because nobody gave oh, a fuck. Oh, it was the best thing to ever happen. Nobody cared. The joke aggression that happened after that was so good. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I based like, that off my military career because when I joined the service, I was actually up in Salt Lake or up in Utah. And uh, I joined the service of Salt Lake City and they asked, the, the recruiter asked me, are you homosexual? And I was like, is this a trick question? Okay. <laughs> do, do you want me to try it or no? no. <laughs> if you're homosexual, you cannot join the military. I was like, good. I'm not homosexual. Right. Yeah. And then they stuck me in basic training, you know, taking showers with men. And, and you figured out that you were men. just a little bit gay. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, everybody's kind of gay, right? Yeah. yeah everybody's yes. gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, was just, I was just looking. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you can, then, window shopping doesn't you, mean I bought a what? damn thing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you can look at the menu, but you don't have to do the. You don't have to do the the Rocky Mountain oyster. Everybody yeah. who's been to boot camp, which is everybody sitting at this fucking table, remember they had there was one dude in your platoon that was a fucking absolute tripod. Yes. <laughs> like it was just like you couldn't even not. You're like, what the fuck is that? Yes. Like it's just like just <laughs> the initial physical. <laughs> back in the back in the days, you know, this is early '80s. Back in the day, you. Was, you was lined up straight, straight up there, you know. Sure. I got up to the dark. I got up to the dark, and this guy's like ninety, and he's grabbing your nuts and telling you to turn your head, and cough, turn your head, and cough. And oh, every uh, everybody's had an old man look at their butthole at maps. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, yeah, I get up there at maps, and there's this there's this erection sticking out, you know, and the, and the, I'm just you know I'm a, I'm a ginger, so I'm blushing like real red and everything. The old man <laughs> he goes. Hey, don't be embarrassed, son. That's a nice one. I said, well, it belongs to the guy behind me. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, speaking, we get in, of, speaking of background, we Sue, get in, we get into the Clinton years and, 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 you know, I'm over in Belgium and, or, or I'm with the Belgian commandos over in Somalia and they're all laughing at us. They're like, oh yeah, your new president says, uh, you guys, uh, you know, don't ask, don't tell you guys, you guys can start sleeping together. Uh, well, whatever. And then the Obama years, you know, okay, now all the gays can come in. Sure. So when it came time to retire, I had these two black ladies. Those crafty gays. <laughs> I take my packet and I, I hand it in front of my retirement packet and I hand it in front of the two black ladies. And I said, I want out of the service in 90 days. Just get me out of here in 90 days. And they're like, what's the rush? You're, you're, you're a master sergeant. You can take your time. You can take up to a year to retire. And I was like, no, I want out in 90 days. Oh, he's like, nope, it's time for me to go. <laughs> and they're like, well, why is that? And I said, and I, I explained that whole story, you know, the chronological thing of, you know, yeah. the, 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 uh, the whole homosexual thing. And I said, I got to get out of here before they make. Sucking a dick mandatory. <laughs> Please get me out started of here. in the 80s when a guy came at me with an erect penis. So like, 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 I've been dodging hard dicks my entire fucking career. Jesus. So you no, I, I, I just feel that way. I, I just, you know, so I'm I, if I get, if I'm getting you guys in trouble, I'm sorry, but no, you're fine. Yeah. I mean, if, uh, I mean, come he's, on. He's got an edit button. If, it's all good. If you guys, <laughs> it, it, you know, if, if, if people, I don't care what people do in their bedroom. Sure. Closed door, but it's not a political stance. Mm. No, nope. stop no. making it a political stance. No, and we've said that on stop here. Stop shoving it down my throat. You know, I, I really figuratively <laughs> and literally. Figuratively and literally. No, our entire stance here. I can barely it, do a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> our entire stance here with anybody joined the military is like, I don't give a fuck your political affiliation, sexual orientation, whatever yeah. your pronoun is, whatever. I only care about your combat efficacy. Yeah. Are you combat effective? Cool. Can what I trust you do you? outside of that yeah. time, I like, don't give a fuck. I just want to know on a fire line. And first of all, are you going to be able to put rounds on target? Let's That's just all say, I care though, about. Almost every gay dude I've ever met is in impeccable shape. They fucking give a shit about how they look, so they're in impeccable shape. I know that dude. 
I don't give a fuck what hole he likes, so, but if he can pull me out of a burning vehicle, you, that's my dude. I very just rarely met a gay guy that it doesn't that has a daddy body. You know, right? Like, like they're yeah, all they're in all fucking impeccable yeah. shape, and it's like fuck you and your ass. Caitlin abs. just did that. Like, Caitlin just did that dry try for Orange Theory or whatever. Yeah, which was like a it was like a a run cycle whatever it's like a triathlon but without the swim so they Ew. replace it or whatever it's gross it's like a 5k <laughs> and like others and they pay Ew. to go do this i'm like what the fuck's wrong with you people but what the what fuck if- is wrong with us if we didn't come up with this idea first right. <laughs> so she did it in like 56 minutes which was like 10 minutes faster than the previous year she was like that's awesome she was like yeah but this dude in my class did the whole thing in like 34 minutes first of all dude or siri I already know the answer Huh? Already know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dude in Orange Theory. And so, <laughs> like, oh, anyway, so the dude came into my store yeah. with his husband. Yeah. And that dude was ripped like Jesus. He's got abs. Like, he's just, got- his abs had abs. I was like, what the? F-? And you could see his abs through his shirt. I believe I was they're like, called, what I, the? I, I believe they're called cum gutters now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's what they're referring to. As. And I was, I was like, I was like, I'm looking, I was like, I believe. How are you going to hit those minutes? when you're going in from the back? You got to flip them over when you're ready or what? I don't know. I met his, I, I met his I husband. I don't question their methods. <laughs> uh, he's Italian and the husband was black. And I was like, that is going to be some passionate lovemaking. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Y'all need an OnlyFans. Dude. They probably have one. Different strokes, man. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is, I guarantee you to be the best hand job you've ever had. Oh, 100%, dude. I guarantee you to give you the best hand ski of your life. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. It's just like with girls complaining. It's like, dude, if I I had one and I knew what I was feeling for, maybe I wouldn't be as bad. Right. Just saying. Like, I'm just, well, saying. just it's the Kevin little, Smith methodology, man. Give a little direction, Give me man. Hand signals like you're parking an aircraft. Like left, <laughs> right, yeah. stop, yeah, stay center. Let me, like, let me know. It's the I'll, get, I'll get you those little flashlight sticks. You're just like, <laughs> give me some directions. Yeah. Like, no, no, I, I disagree with all that. I, I, I often say, especially to my, my fifth wife. My current wife, you know. Well, practice makes perfect. I've, I've told all <laughs> no, my wives, you know, if they if they have a headache that night and everything, then they have to watch. And they're like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, nobody does me like me. It's true. Well, it's true. <laughs> all I know is it's the truth. I know exactly I have, what I like. I have gotten me to the finish line every time. Yep, I've never failed, man. I've never <laughs> lost that race. There's uh-huh. not a safe set of curtains out there. Dude. Well, Bert Kreischer does a bit about it. Like where if there was a dude with your gun, with a gun to your head and it's like, you need to make me come. He's like, sit down, babe. I got this. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to do this. Like, I know that I can make this happen better than you. Fucking. Yeah, bring in buddy. We'll, we'll that- give you cross country skiing lessons. Except for the dude in the audience right now that I think you just snap it off like a paper towel. Like, <laughs> Jesus. So, Sue, let's talk your background, man. Um, let's 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 learn about you, dude. So what's it? Uh, you joined the army. How old were you? Uh, I was 17. Okay. I did the same 17 yep. when I, when I signed the contract yep. as well. Yep. I think South Carolina just seceded from the union. Something like that. <laughs> oh, so yeah. you got in with Scott. I wish jo- Scott was here. <laughs> Fuck man. God, we, we, so Scott's been in every major conflict basically since Charlemagne. <laughs> that's, the, that's the joke. Um, like he, 800 AD. Yeah, like oh, Christmas day. Oh yeah. He was, he was, he was there. He's, he's actually one of the Magi. <laughs> like he, he brought murder and everybody was like what he was like murder <laughs> that was scott so um 
<laughs> I feel bad making fun of him and he's not here. Fuck. Oh, no. I don't <laughs> no, no. keep going. <laughs> right. It's okay. We got a token Jew here today. We're oh, right uh, well, yeah, so, we're, so John's covered. We had one and a half last time. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Well, apparently he's stolen Valor. Still yeah. doesn't count. Yeah, then we found out that it's passed down from the mom, so it doesn't even count. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, it doesn't even count. So you joined at 17, joined the army. Uh, did you go group right, right out of the gate? Or? Oh, absolutely not. No, I... Uh, I, I ended up in the uh, 82nd Airplane Gang, yep. you know, in the early 80s. Uh, I think I had my uh, first court-martial within a year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I I don't remember. It's like uh, it's like Emery's last podcast. I don't name? remember what I did. <laughs> well, you know what? Chesty Puller, a famous <laughs> Marine, said that the only good Marine, only good Marines have NJPs. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that is a direct quote, sir. I heard so. that he was actually like a dick. Oh, my grandfather fucking hated him. Well, it's because it's because he never he never got his fucking Medal of Honor. He had four Navy crosses. He never got a Medal of Honor. So he was always trying to get in a fucking fight. (laughs) Always trying to get him fucking. He wanted that fucking five stars. That's your that's our job. Yeah, that's your job. But no, I heard he was horrible to his Marines. Well, it's because he was like a terrible leader. So the Marine Corps is like he did a bunch of solo on, shit that was super cool. The Marine Corps like, on leadership, though, and, and on mission, it's, it's it's always mission accomplishment before troop welfare. Always. Right. And it's like mission accomplishment before troop welfare. He took that shit fucking real. Right? So he'd be like, let's charge this hill. We're surrounded. Don't give a fuck. Charging the hill. <laughs> I was like, let's yeah, go. That's your a, job. Let's get a, it. A Man. healthy team mentality lends to mission accomplishment. Yeah, we've learned that now. Yeah. No, good leaders have done that forever. Well, well sure. Well, uh, but you got to remember the Department of Defense is 35% of the federal workforce. So there's actually, and I, and I retired and uh, was a consultant. And so I would, all these guys that wanted to get, you know, their item into the military, I'd give them the briefing. I was like, do you realize that there's 740,000 GS workers inside the Department of Defense that most of them have never served. 740,000. That's more than active duty Army and Marine Corps put together. That's true. Okay. Well, that's because there's only like 12 Marines. And the, the old <laughs> saying goes, nothing's too good for the troops. And usually because of the bureaucracy, nothing's what they get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a Marine. We get your hand-me-downs. How the fuck do you think I feel? <laughs> <laughs> the shit you used in the I early will, 80s. I will I say this about the Marines. Oh, my little brother was a Marine. <laughs> The Marines concentrate on the combat items, you yes. know, where the army, I mean, come on, we look at, we look at that, that combat uniform we had, the ACUs there for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, well, you guys, you guys the only way you were camouflaged if you were laying on grandma's couch, man. Well, those right. freaking rag, rags were worthless. Or a fucking parking lot that had gravel. I've seen them blend in really well into a gravel parking lot. I've seen that. I was like. Oh, fuck, there's a guy there. Holy shit. Yeah, so I, 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 went, I went from desert <laughs> combat uniform to ACUs, and even my Iraqi commandos were like, what the hell is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. teal. <laughs> it blends into everything. <laughs> hey, Sue, uh, tell us about Ranger School. Well, I was... He was asking about my background. I was going to do that. Yeah, Mr. we're getting there. That's why Mr. I'm pushing. I'm pushing, Mr. There. Interrupter. I'm All pushing right, it. I'm you. the interrupting cow, but I know. <laughs> the, but I know the stories. I know what I'm going for. It's not us this time. <laughs> Ma! Right, three, two, one. I got it down. <laughs> I'm just looking at Justin's finger pointing from back and forth. I think he's just saying. I think he's just saying. Just talking to the mic. Pretty mic. pretty hard to drop the mic with these things on him. You yeah. idiot. We. <laughs> All right. So tell us the story how you founded the Ranger School. Oh, I, I did not. Well, I kind of did, really. Uh, uh, come, come to think of it, yeah. Uh, so I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty. 
infamous. The word's not famous. The word's infamous for yep. that. Uh, I was in the 82nd for a couple of years. Did the uh, did the uh, first first combat since Vietnam. I was a Grenada Raider with the 82nd. Okay. All right. And uh, came back from that, and I actually got- You love Bravo then? No. I was- what back then was called the O5 Bravo, which was I was the radio operator. I was the, I was okay. the idiot that was carrying the radio. Battery operated grunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, basically, I and the, the guy that everybody shoots at first. That's got this, it. this is back. <laughs> this is back in Morse code days. Except you know now that they finally went to voice communication, and I didn't like talking to people, so I was like, "Here, sirs, for you." Yeah, right. well, that's why they shoot at you first because you're <laughs> but, standing next to the yeah, boss. I got the I got the I got the big I got the big bicycle flag. <clears throat> yeah. you know, in combat, you know, shoot at me, and yep. we can't communicate type yep. thing. So. But uh, anyway, I got transferred from the 82nd to the Rangers, and that, that was a surprise to me. They were just – this is 1984. They first started the uh, 3rd Ranger Battalion. At the same time, they're starting the, the Ranger Recon. So after my RIP, my Ranger indo- indoctrination program, we had a, a little bit of a tryout for – and it, was, it wasn't anything exotic. It was a, a tryout for the uh, Ranger Recon teams. Okay. Right? And uh, I met uh, Sergeant Major Mellon, or he was a, a Sergeant First Class Mellinger at the time, a, a really good Sergeant Major, uh, ended up being in uh, in the running for the Sergeant Major of the Army. Nice. <clears throat> Jeff Mellinger was his name. And he saw me the first time, and he's just like, you're never going to make it in this unit. You know, you're from the 82nd. You don't have a Ranger tab and everything like that. Uh, and uh, by default, the only other 05 Bravo that was trying out Got stung by a bee, and I'm the one that called in the medevac for him. And he went to anaphylactic shock, so I was stuck on Mellinger's team. <laughs> nice, nice. And that's why you know we talk about uh, the uh, Round Canopy uh, Parachute Club yeah. or Parachute Team. Yeah, RCT. Is, uh, uh, I immediately as an E4, I'm I'm every bit of you know, uh, especially I just I got my rank back from my court martial, and uh, they sent me up to Halo School as an E4. Yeah, you know, and we actually jumped with round canopy and with the first, SF10. Yeah, yeah with the SF10, we had the belly reserve and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You yeah. know, it's the same, and, the same. Uh, well, different. Not the top pole though. You had the side pole. Side pole. Right? Yeah, yeah, but side can you pole. imagine that yeah. shit? That was falling from twenty thousand feet plus. Twenty six thousand round canopy, dude. Fucking Jean Baptiste JB yeah. over us. He did a oh. fucking. He did ten thousand. Where's the Where's the Air Force with, guy? With where's the Air Force? He did a ten thousand yeah. fucking yeah. foot round. So my roommate Maniac. was my roommate was an Air Force guy, right? Yeah, and I, he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't a he wasn't uh you know a PJ or anything like he that. Was, was a, before they got wicked soft though, man. He was an Air Force <laughs> weatherman, right? And this poor bastard was jumping, and uh, the instructors fly right in front of you. You know, you're basically free falling, belly to earth, and stuff like that. And you're so concentrated on the instructor that when you reach down to pull, you know, you got to counter, you got to put your arm over here, and sure. you got to look at the instructor. Grab your rip cord and pull your rip cord. Right. Well, this poor guy pulled his belly reserve. Whoa. <laughs> so two, he, two rip cords right here. He wrote a reserve and all the he, way down. No, no, he pulled that reserve. And we back then we had you know Bell bicycle or Bell motorcycle helmets. Uh, uh, basically, we called it the banana suit. You had a yellow overalls and black <laughs> boots. Yeah. This guy had. Shoe polish, kiwi on the back of his helmet. That's how oh, hard yeah. that canopy. <laughs> uh, imagine that. That's Dude. that's a yank and a half, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. broken rib. Or, oh, know, I, bet. I think he had cracked ribs or something like that. Big, big bruise his across his his you know about uh, his waist. Where well, that, he fucking flew in on his belly. Oh, or on his my, he landed on his back. My God, that had to hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ugly. ugly. You. 
That's rough, so, man. Anyway, I did graduate Halo school, went back to the teams and everything. Uh, a few months later, I made E5. It was time for me to go to Ranger School, and they trained me up real good. I had to be the honor grad at Ranger School, which I did. I went to the, the bending phase, uh, went to the mountain phase, went to the desert phase, which is right by my hometown there, by Dell City. You know, it was McGregor Range. Is that where they do that? They do it out there? Yeah, we still had we still that. had desert phase in in Ranger School. Six yeah, days, Rangers, Rangers six changed. days where I knew I could bury that goddamn machine gun and go get something to eat. You know, because I knew everybody out there. And you're an M60 guy. Yeah, that was about yeah. M60 days, yeah. right? And uh, anyway, I got to Florida camp, and they're like, "Oh, you're, you're you know, you're such you're you're doing really good and everything. You're the first sergeant out here and stuff like that." So I fucking famous last. I words. was, I was. They told me that Colonel Downing, the famous General Downing, sure, one that brought Rangers into the the special ops arena. Yeah, Colonel Downing was going to come and pin on my tab. He was so proud of me. Right, well, and I had three days to go in Ranger school. Well, then this lieutenant uh, basically had an argument with me, and I said, "Okay, you you want to argue with me?" I was already tabbed out, you know. I was already the honor grad, and I was just helping out a guy get his tab. <clears throat> I told that lieutenant, "I was like, okay, you don't want to come on this resupply with me. You go over there next to the machine gun. Everybody that's got blank, and uh, you know, seven six two by fifty one, give it to him. He's the AG now." So he had to carry like 800 rounds nice. of blank. Sure. So next day he was upset with me. You could say that. Right? And uh, he basically started the fight. And when I put him in the hospital, I got kicked out of ranger school. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine uh, how that happens. Ain't so. that a bitch. And I had to explain that to Colonel Downing as he fired me and kicked me out of the rangers. I mean, so I get it, dude. Like, I, never... I did not get my ranger tab, and I never did go back and, fin- and get my ranger tab. Hey, brother, I, I fucking retired as a staff sergeant because you don't pick up Gunny when you choke slam a warrant officer. <laughs> I fucking dig it, man. <laughs> and I'm right there with you, shit. Fucking. Well, you know what? I, I you, you walked away with something else, though, integrity. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, here's here's what fucking. Yeah, op- but integrity doesn't pay the bills. That's very true. <laughs> That's very, very true. But here, here's here's what people f- seem to forget once they pick up a little bit of rank. And officers are probably the worst at this, especially lieutenants and captains at field grade area or the, before the, the, the company grade like area. It depends. Well, so- it, but people forget that you're fucking man first. You're a man before you're a fucking soldier, before you're a Marine. Like, if you disrespect the man, you need to anticipate that a man's going to come back to you. Yep. And they seem to hide. I used to call them tigers. Hide behind your stripes there, tiger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because that's what they would do. And it's like, I get it. Like, I respect you. I respect your rank. And especially in a student status where you're both students. It's like, hey, man, like, I get it. I respect your rank, sir. But remember, I'm a fucking man first, you know, and if you're going to disrespect the man, you need to be ready for the man to answer. That, you know? that's, that's, that's a good point. That's a know? good point. Like, and I, I think, unfortunately, it's getting a little bit more politically sensitive inside there. I've got I've got two sons <laughs> in active duty right now. And uh, it, oh, it's it, different now. It's, hard, it's now. hard to swallow. I, I mean, yeah. they if, if my sons did half of what I did back in the 80s. And they, they wouldn't. Well, you were in before piss good. tests, man. You were getting high and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. They used, to, they used to call the 82nd Airborne the jumping junkies. Well, I, I have been before muskets. I, you know, I, I'm from Dell City, Texas. So, you know, I always thought that it, even weed smelled like burning horse shit. So I never, I never touched the stuff, you know, on a personal level. But I have been on an airplane when they're passing microdot acid and the whole stick is taking acid before you jump. You know, that would be a I'm, fucking ride. Dude, that sounds like high school. That sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, 
Remember to pull at 55. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Am I looking at my oh. altimeter or a monkey that's winking at me? What is happening? <laughs> no, this is, this is all static line like, like you do. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's good. Then. 80 seconds. Yeah. You just got to worry about you're, turning you're the you're just getting the rush. feet. Together. You're just getting the rush out the door. That's all you yeah. get. Yeah. So. That's all right then. Woof. Jesus, yeah. man. So that, anyway, that's that's the reason I end up in the French Foreign Legion. So <laughs> that's another story in itself. Did you go to the Legion? Oh, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Dude. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't, I don't, be so I don't, you don't look like you're old enough this. to remember. Who's really going to be mad, though? Huh? Big Jim. Oh, yeah. We get a, we get a buddy of ours who is just like. He damn near joined the Legion. Yeah. He was a Marine grunt, and then he joined the Army as a tanker uh Officer. As a tank commander. Yeah. And then yeah. he ended up retiring as a lieutenant colonel. But there was a time when he was like ready to be like, fuck this. We're going to the Legion. Me, him and his boys. Yeah. Like they were like this fucking close. So like he he knows the what is the Viva. He fucking he knows says the way whole, more about yeah. the Legion than just their motto. Yeah. He knows <laughs> everything. Like, about. It also helps that he's literally a military history major. That's because like he's, his- he's not good at barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, like, that's what he's got World War II history. Like, yeah. that's yeah. Uh, we have this thing on the show. I think like, once you're really... 35, it's either it's either World War II history or war history or barbecue. That's where like, you, we split. <laughs> so, Every so. man becomes passionate about one of those two things. It's either at 35, you either get passionate about military history or smoked meats. Like those are that's somebody our, gets passionate that's, that's about our theory. <laughs> well, if before you join the Legion, you ought to really look at their history because and they, try your hand at smoked meats. Well, <laughs> just in case you're going to get. I thought that was the Navy. Yeah, that's a, that's pole. So you're going to get smoked if you go to the Legion. Sure. I mean, if especially you get, if you don't speak French. Well, I didn't speak oh, French. You the, learned. There's another war story. You, you learned real quick. I learned real quick, but uh, <laughs> I should have studied the history of the Legion because uh, after I was in the Legion for about three or four months, I actually started studying their history. And you realize like, they're all felons. These poor bastards have lost every fucking battle they've ever been in. They're only famous for fighting to the last man. There's two holidays in the Legion: Christmas and Cameroon. Yeah. Right. Cameroon is basically the French Alamo. Yeah, Obviously, right. you have never seen the 99 cinematic masterpiece starring Brendan Fraser, The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that was need, too many syllables. I didn't even follow that. <laughs> <laughs> cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> that would have given you everything you need to know about the Legion. Yeah. What years yeah. were you in the Legion? Uh, 85 and 86. Before the, it's, so it's pre-Mummy, so we can't oh, hold yeah, that against so, him. Right? No, no, hold on. <laughs> 85 and 86 on a five-year contract. <laughs> oh. So there's, there's, there's. So you there's, got kicked out of Legion. What kind of shitbag do you have to be no, to get kicked out no, of the Legion? No, no, I deserted from the Legion. Oh, well, fuck them. They're the so French. you deserted <laughs> from a military establishment that's filled by felons and deserters? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what, though? What, Someone, someone's got to be the best at You're desertion. not a felon anymore. Dude, their numbers have got to be like ready for that. He's though. not even. Like, well, back, like, back, we're, back, we're back in the 80s, their, their desertion rate was between 70 and 80%. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, so that attrition, like, so it's not like they're looking for you. <laughs> It's because like, it was the eighties. Nobody stuck to commitments other than cocaine. Yeah. Have you, have you, have you been to France since? No. <laughs> Are you on a list over there? Uh yes. No shit. <laughs> I did go AWOL one time and I ended up in the brig for what we called the, the Nick for 30 days. It's 20 days or it's 10 days solitary and 20 days hard labor. Nice. We won't go into that because the guy running the place was a Vietnamese warrant officer. And he hated Americans because we left in 75 and he had to run from the Khmer Rouge and the, and the North Vietnamese. Well, you know? So he didn't like Americans too much. Can't imagine why. But sure. let's, let's go back to learning French. Yeah. So my first day in the Legion, <laughs> I was absolutely 
actually hung over. It was a Sunday. I was minding my own business. I spent all my money at the red light district on booze and women nice. and wasted the rest. And <laughs> I saw a poster for the Legion. I told the taxi driver, take me there. So I went to the Legion and gave up my passport and everything. And then I went in there and they were going, they, 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 they take all of your identification, right? Away from, out of your wallet. Well, I had my Ranger coin in there, you know, and my challenge coin. Sure. And I'm looking, I'm looking at that coin and I'm looking at the mural, the mural on the wall and it says Legion étrangère. So you're out of the army at this point. You, I'm, I'm you absolutely out of the army. Discharged from the U.S. E army. ETS, okay. ETS, no, no You did no your problem. four years and you bounced. Yeah, bounced okay. out. And uh, because, you know, I'm, I'm too mean to be in the Rangers. Sure. Right? So I was still proud to be a Ranger. You but, did very well in the Marines, man. I'm just saying. Well, I, <laughs> Especially again, the, the, the stories I heard about the Marines in the 80s, you'd have been perfect. <laughs> well, I, again, I tried to go to the Marines, but my, my, my ASVAB scores were too high. I'm not so buying that one because I have a real high ASVAB score. <laughs> <laughs> well, but my, my favorite, my favorite, uh, my favorite color isn't grape, you know, so. Uh, That's a new joke too, man. That was purple. <laughs> How do you fuck up that joke, Sue? No, that was a I great don't know. Joke. My wife tells it all the time. He, he I still hit, screw he it, hit up. it right on. It's a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm standing there and I'm looking at that mural and it's like Legion ET Ranger. So I go outside and I'm showing showing off my coin to these other guys waiting to go into this this sergeant that doesn't speak a word. I'm sitting next to a British guy and I said, Yeah, I'll do good here. I'm 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 a ranger, just like that wall says. And he says, mate. That says Legion étranger. That means foreigner. So you're telling me you're a foreigner. I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. I mean, I'm coin <laughs> So it came. Uh, it got to be the afternoon, and it came time to go to the refectoire, which means cafeteria, uh, you know, mess hall for, sure. for us old timers. Sure. And as you remember, in old timers, I got up to the door, and the screen door slammed in my face. So I just went to parade rest, waiting for somebody to call me in. You know. And I couldn't see through there. The sun was shining just on that screen that I couldn't really see in there. And the line's forming up behind me. And two or three people down back behind that line is like, hey, pussy, pussy. The hell I'm looking back and, hey, pussy le poor. I hope that guy isn't calling me a pussy. I'll beat this little skinny ass, you know. And, <laughs> Pretty soon, a guy's like seven guys back. He's like, hey, pussy, pussy, Lepore. And I turn around, my fists all clenched up. And I, who's calling me a pussy? And that English guy was about 10, 10 guys back. And he's like, he's saying, push the door, mate. Let's go eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I realized that pussy is a different word. Yeah, and the French have a different word for every fucking thing. Imagine that. Everything. That's why they call it a language. <laughs> That's weird. How dare they? How dare well, they? Well, you should have seen me that night when they said, Toulamon Promadou. I was like, oh, here it comes, boys. We're <laughs> going to get an enema. <laughs> that means shower. Flocon, Douche means shower. Flocon de neige. Flocon de neige is literally a flake of snow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Flocon it's actually a flake of snow snowflake. water. It's snowflake in snow French. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, so essentially, Jazz's wife uh, majored in French. Uh, okay, and and she yeah, she's she, a, she's got her French degree from Texas A and M. Yeah, and that's that's like uh, so she speaks fluent French, obviously. But uh, we have um, a story that's kind of famous on the show. It has to do uh, with actually me meeting my wife, which is when he met his wife, uh, and how we met her was they were in Burkina Faso, Africa, in Africa, and uh, 
She was, which is a lovely interp- country. I highly recommend you go visit. <laughs> lovely. And she was an interpreter, obviously. And uh, he was over there shooting a documentary, documentary film. film, and uh, a documentary. Hello, mate. A documentary film. A documentary <laughs> film. Um, and uh, essentially, which is actually where I got to meet the Toregs. He came up with no a, shit. Yeah, I have a blue veil and everything. Like really? Oh uh, yeah. But we'll talk. We'll talk about that. Story. Yeah. But he, yeah, I would actually. They he, they veiled me while I was there and everything. So it was it was pretty cool. But when the Toregs give you a veil, it's a it's like a thing. Yeah, it's better than a. Uh, a I mean, it's not. It's, a, it's better not than a, a female circumcision. A coin, but it's uh, it's pretty cool. Is, the, it, lo- is, the it, is it like a burka? No, it's so Similar. the Toregs are known as the men of the blue veil. Oh, okay. And they're the ones that wear the full head wrap with the blue veil that the mask that actually, but it's that all blue color. Uh, the Toregs are most famous for spice and human trafficking. So they trade spices and, and killing tons and people, of people and killing tons of people. Yeah. Uh, so I actually got to do a bunch of interviews. So they're the them. actual ones that sold the slaves to the Dutch. Yeah. yeah. They also, all I, heard, of, I heard about that. Somewhere. All of Sub-Saharan Africa, and Sub-Saharan Africa, they're like the mercs. So like you'd hire, they're desert people. So you'd hire these the Toregs would come in and literally just kill everybody for coin and then leave because they existed in the desert. So there was nowhere to like retaliate. And uh, so, yeah, I got to hang out with the Toregs for a while and they gave me a blue veil and all that. That's fucking hardcore, dude. It's, yeah, cool. it's, cool. it's pretty, it's it was honor, dope. Dude. It yeah. was a dope trip, but uh, yeah, but so and, I met my wife. his wife there. I met my wife there when she was, uh, she was interpreting and uh, so because uh, we she, we she was the only white woman within fucking eyesight, so everybody called her Snowflake, correct? Yeah, her name was Snowflake. We nicknamed <laughs> her Snowflake. Well, we were walking around, so I had my team with me, and she was with us, and <clears throat> my assistant director at the time was an 18 series guy who had gotten out, and uh, so I took him with me. He was acting as my first AD. What was his name? Uh, Billy Costello. Oh. And, uh, but he had lost his leg uh, below the knee. And most of the function is right hand and IED explosion. Um, and then a year later, like climbed to Mount a year later after a year after that climbed like Mount Kilimanjaro and competed on the stuff. He's in a, oh, he's in Bush's book, uh, the portraits of heroes, that painting book. Yes, that he Bush is. Did. Yeah. I've seen uh, that. Billy's yeah. in that. Like yeah. he's, Billy's a great dude. Um, but he went with me. So we, we would go out uh, in Wagadugu, which is the main city that we were in. And we'd go out, on the economy and walk around and stuff like that. And I've we always kept, thought that the ter- that the word Wagadugu is something that you would say if you were making fun of that language, right? But <laughs> it's like actually the ta- it's like actually the capital <laughs> it, of Burkina Faso. But it literally sounds like you're making like like Woody Woody Woody. Yeah, Wagadugu. There's also only <laughs> if you look at it. There's also only like two consonants in like the whole fucking world. Oh, yeah. Like huh. it's wild. But uh, there's only like two consonants in their alphabet. It was also. <laughs> That well, that's, that's like that's like Djibouti. That Djibouti. Anybody been to Djibouti? Djibouti's the worst place on the planet. You mean yeah, the their, their national flag is a trash bag flying in? Yeah, yeah. 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 this is awful. Place is disgusting. Fucking place. terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're super creative because the capital of Djibouti is Djibouti. Djibouti, <laughs> Djibouti City. Yes, yeah, yeah. Djibouti. Yeah. But uh, so we met there. Yeah, you want to get in your Djibouti? Let's go to Djibouti City. Yeah. yeah. So we were, uh, <laughs> when you're there for a day and a half, you're gonna smell like Djibouti. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even smell there because it's so fucking hot that everything evaporates instantaneously. Dude. Like it's place is brutal, and that's why they bring in all the camels. So there's flies everywhere. Yeah, it's it's, 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 just, country just, it's like the country shit. It's like the whole world took a shit. <laughs> it's like right there. <laughs> no, I met, my, I met my wife there and we were discussing. Uh, Not Djibouti. 
she's the only white girl no. there. Burkina and we Faso. were walking around in Burkina Faso. We were walking around and she get, and she he met her because of her booty, but not because of Joe booty. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> diesel powered. <laughs> and, uh, Back like when a, diesel was cheaper. Like a yeah. fucking Hilux. Yeah. <laughs> but we were walking around and uh, she leans over and she goes, why is everybody staring at me? And I was like, because we're in a sub-Saharan country and you're the only white girl in probably a thousand kilometers and everybody wants them a desert snowflake. So she was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, like you're probably the only one here that showered this week, too. So, like, just, just stay between Billy and I. You're, you're fine. Super fancy. And uh, <laughs> so what was she like? Twelve. She didn't realize this before that. She was young. She's, How fucking young was she? She had to be twenty five. So how many camels did they student. offer you for? And she didn't look. She didn't realize why white guys were looking at her. Oh no! It was all the the locals. Oh, the, the white locals. dudes. Oh, so it was all the locals. Well, well, why everybody and, was looking? Yeah, at her. everybody yeah. was looking. <laughs> so, uh, so we're sitting there and we're cracking jokes and whatever, and we were bringing up all these different sex moves and whatever because I have a smooth, smooth pickup situation, <laughs> which is essentially just like I'm going to be as rowdy as possible, and if you don't tell me to go away, you might be my type. But like. <laughs> So <laughs> it's a, it's a good system. Yeah. It's, it's a great filter. Like, we, we, know, we know at least that it's worked once. Yeah. 100%. It's much better than my pickup line is like, let me buy you a house. That's why, that's why I've been married five times. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. You'd be number yeah, six. Fuck, you'd ask me. Number fuck. Six. Yeah, sure. uh, have you seen the market lately? <laughs> but, uh, so we're sitting there making all, and she was like, and she, and uh, we were talking about all these weird sex moves and shit like that. And she was like, and I was like, you can make a sex move at anything. She was like, what about snowflake? Could you make a sex move at a snowflake? And I was like, give me a minute. And I walked <laughs> away and I came back like two minutes later. And I was like, all right, here we go. And I laid the sex move on her. And I was like, well, before I did, I was like, how do you say snowflake in French? And she was like, well, there's no direct translation of snowflake, but it's flocon de neige, which actually stands for like. It's like frozen something like it's a it, the translation's weird, but that's what they use for snowflake. So I, I told her what the sex move was and she was like, did you just make that up? And I was like, yeah, we'll say it's elaborate. It is elaborate <laughs> and it requires props and cooperation. Yeah. So we can't put it on a podcast. Oh, oh no, it's been it's, on the podcast several times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us what the fucking move is or not. It's on there. But, okay. Uh, so well, normally we don't redo this. We make people go listen I'm to it. I'm going to have to get Logan to, uh, to, to search I'll the history here. It, it's yeah. been long enough, Except right? We, I can it's been explain a, this. We don't know how to look at fucking computers. It's been since. We're also an hour into the show and YouTube doesn't watch this far. So we're good. Okay. So, okay. So the flow cone is going to require some apparatus. So you were going to need a uh, shot glass, a rubber band, a pair of scissors, a fine mesh sieve, and a set of brogued loafers. Or well, I'm so, so, uh, what was the last one? Brogued loafers. The fuck is that? So a brogued loafer is a loafer that has- Like a penny all, loafer? No, 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 no. Brogued loafers are the ones that have all the stippling in them, all the holes cut through but they're shoes. the front of them. They're shoes. Okay. But they have all the holes cut through the front of them. So if you've ever seen those ones that have like the crazy patterns that are cutting holes in the leather <coughs> in the front, that's a brogued loafer. Okay. It's called okay. broguing. And there is one exception. Um, there's there's one only e one exception, and that's if you borrow Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> From me. From Mikey. If it's, you borrow it's Mikey's my Crocs. specific Texas yeah. Crocs. Yeah. It's just it's the, the, only the only exception, exception to the rule. Bro brogue loafers or my Texas Crocs. And if you don't know what brogue loafers are, go look it up. Yeah. Whatever. So... In the shot glass, you're also going to need that shot glass full of olive oil. I like it already. All right. Okay. So here's how it works. She lays on her back. 
The brogue loafers can be worn by either party. So both parties are completely naked, except for somebody's wearing the brogue loafers to keep it classy. <laughs> right. Okay. Classier than anything I've yeah. done, that's for sure. So now you're going to kneel over her, straddling her chest with your knees in her armpits. She brings you to full erection and then mounts the rubber band double around the shaft in order to pinch off the urethra and coat you in olive oil and proceeds to stroke you right to the point of climax. And or fillet. Or fillet. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but that's what the olive oil's for. Yeah. Preferably- it better be a big rubber band for me. That's all I got to say. <laughs> One of the ones for braces. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, right at the point of release, she then reaches up with the scissors and cuts the rubber band and puts the fine mesh sieve in front of your penis so that the ejaculate travels through the fine mesh sieve, filtering it so that it rains down like snowflakes upon her face, neck, and chest. That's fucking creative. And that, and is, that the is the flow cone de neige. So here's the best part. He tried to submit it to fucking, uh, to uh, online, to uh, Urban, Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. They it, rejected me for a violation of terms and service. <laughs> the swamp. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Dude, the swamp rocket <laughs> is on there, which means you come in a girl's ass and she shits your dick out. That's on Urban Dictionary. And they wouldn't let the flow cone de neige in. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> that's, no, that, I'll, I'll that's, tell you. That's the internet for you. That would have made it into penthouse forum. Back right. in my day. No, I'll, tell you why, I'll tell you why that doesn't make sense. Why? I, Cause I wouldn't accept it either because it would not create that snowy effect you describe because it would get stuck on the inside of that sieve. That's why that whole theory is fucked. That's why that's why the rubber band's band. there to create back pressure. No, and I she get cuts it. I get it. It's not coming. So it all they comes out at once. They are in a sub-Saharan desert. <laughs> so it, their dehydration comes in. Right. 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 So, so essentially, so essentially what Sue like, is getting at, which I believe to be true, is you would cut that rubber band and what you would get is. <laughs> You'd get and enough to make some flakes. At my age. At my age. As it travels through the fine mesh sieve. <laughs> face, neck, and chest. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the flow code Yeah, that's the flow code I like it. Yeah. Yes. So, but as you said, we're looking out. So on the flow cone edge, Mikey, pay some bills. Hey, I'll pay some bills. Brought to you by warfightertobacco.com. Once again, use that code FTFO. Screw yourself that fucking so wheat. 15% off. And of course, our friends at wellness.us for all your CBD needs. Use that code freedomfriends25. Get yourself a quarter off your order over there. And our great, great friends over at IC Tech Coolers. Use that code freedomfriends10. Get yourself 10% off. I don't know which one of you guys, one of you listeners, bought the $1,000 cooler from them with our code, but you're a fucking good Good dude. And how many hookers <laughs> are you getting rid of? Right? Jesus, that is a big cooler. It is a oh, 270. I, that is a giant cooler. Before and we, we get to another there. tradition, can I get some, can we get some, on some, some uh, ice over there? Some, some, some H2O, H2O croutons? croutons? Yeah, mine's empty too. Shit. Yeah. Alright, alright. Well, so I guess it's raising empty glass. Shit, right? I want some too. I've never had a Jewish butler. <laughs> <laughs> Who apparently can shoot well. Fuck, look at that. Yeah. That's enough to start. Shit. That's it. Bro, that was two for two. Look at you. <laughs> Fucking A, man. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah. I don't want to break the streak. I was going to say yes, but I, I, feel like, I feel like we need to stay right with there. Fucking A. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Long There's no way you're three for three. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? That was a hell of a shot group, though. Like, I'm not going to lie. That was <laughs> ba-ting, ba-ting. That's because we've been working with Rawson. <laughs> yeah, dude. You just, it's See, all Rawson. Yeah. You, that was, you that, just got a sports scholarship. You just got a sports 
scholarship like at the is, University of Florida. Jay, right you want to pass that on down here, man? I, I have no booze over on the side. You want to pass that along, sir? Thank you. I'm just going to get uh, a little. Is there anything left in that? Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, I was, was going to take some, but. Do uh, it. Take here, some. Hold yeah. On. There's not enough. There's not enough for me. There's plenty. Yeah, there's, more. there's there's more than enough floating around here. Oh so. yeah, there's plenty. There's plenty running. around. I was around. looking at that oh. bottle. I was looking and at that fucking bottle. Gary coming through. I was looking at that bottle sitting next to me, and I was like, "Wow, this okay, this get, tastes an awful lot like Jameson." Well, I'll do this. And then you. I remembered oh, that oh. I actually had put Jameson in my glass and not that. I was sitting there drinking and going, "Like this tastes like Jamo." Yeah, so I'm going to raise my glass, guys, and I'm going to say thank you very much for coming, Sue. Can't can't thank you enough, Dave. Always thanks for filling oh, in. Yeah. And fucking, every, I can't even, you're like a human cartoon. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for filling in, man. I appreciate you. But thank you mostly thank you for being my freedom friend. Appreciate that, guys. Fucking Lyom or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and uh, like, share, subscribe, smash all those buttons, hit that bullshit, and tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your fucking mom's friends. There's a mediocre show out there with four mediocre dicks that occasionally are funny. And and Emery's looking for a fucking butt scarf. Yeah, he's always looking for a butt scarf. He needs a butthole scarf like stat. So, hey, <laughs> Tracy, if you're listening, here's your guy. Tracy, so, <laughs> um, a guy or girl? That's a girl. It's a girl. Okay, She's okay. a lady. Yeah. All right. Whose ass is also diesel powered. Yeah. Ooh, hey. And by the way, I know her and that did not offend her. No, she's fine. No. With it. Yeah, she's, she's totally cool super with it. okay with it. Yeah. And, and, and you know, he's circumcised because, you know. You didn't. So, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and remember, I said yeah, that remember, remember, there's a, a, a quiz on the Constitution here. You know, yeah. you know, what's the five things in the First Amendment? You know, first one is freedom of speech. Then there's it, coffee. It doesn't say freedom of speech unless it hurts somebody's feelings. So shut, right. up, shut up, Jew. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're yeah, really about feelings on this show. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a racist. I don't even watch NASCAR. <laughs> All right. That's true. And I think that's a qualifying factor. Yeah. Watching NASCAR. You have to watch that to be racist. I think that's true. Yeah. That makes sense to me, actually. I live in North Carolina, but I don't watch NASCAR. I only watch NASCAR for the right turns. <laughs> right. No, I was going to say, you can't be an Andy Turner. Yeah. <laughs> um, fuck. That was, that was Dale Earnhardt's was last turn. Praise Dale and raise hail. Fucking three little words to live by. Mikey, what's the first one? Smoke on. Dave? I would, no, that's a wrong fucking person to ask. Dude. I'll handle this one, Dave. Jess. Oh, no, I got this. I got this. All right, go ahead. That's always drink on. Oh, oh God, God damn, damn it. it, kids. Freedom, Freedom the, the fuck, fuck on. on. We'll see you guys next time.